Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. It's going to make you feel perfectly lazy, especially if you did spend the weekend taking care of yourself. No fault in it. Pamper yourself. Treat yourself. But Shelly Elverum, she's uh, been living in Pond Inlet, none of it, for 20 years now, learning so much about uh, you know uh, the the region, about how indigenous peoples have lived off of the very harsh terrain for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, uh, and she's there looking for salt. Yes, she gathers the sea salt, which she says is incredibly salty compared to the average table salt, and it comes with some traditional knowledge. She has to go at the right times of year. Can't be too late into the melt. Can't be too early or there isn't any water to grab. Then once she's got it, boils and boils and boils and boils until it turns into salt crystals. Then she takes it out of the pot, puts it out in the sun and lets it dry even more. Makes thick, crunchy crystals, she says, with an incredible taste. She seasons every single thing that comes from the ocean that she cooks through the year, but does so sparingly. She says that uh, until her next trip to stock up on the hard-earned salt is complete, she's got to hoard it. Just like the salt your significant other holds onto, so they can season any future arguments to taste. Have I got some variety for you? Comes from the man that you might have actually seen online already, uh, Alex Melton. He's got some internet notoriety. He's the guy that covers other genre songs as if they were created by Blink-182. He's got no affiliation with the boys, but he's done it again. And uh, just last week, at the end of the week, he dropped Don't Stop Believing. Journey's absolute classic. You probably know it by heart, even if you haven't really tried to know it by heart. It's one of those songs. But I don't know if you've ever heard it quite like this before. This guy's pretty impressive. I can't get enough of it. I love the over-exaggerated pop-punk pronunciation going on there. No, Check it out. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Prince is getting his due respect in a uh, recut video of the 2004 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performance of While My Guitar Gently Weeps. The song was performed to honor George Harrison's induction into the Hall of Fame, the whole ceremony. It was performed by this super group, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne, Steve Winwood, Danny Harrison, and even a little bit of Prince in there. He's playing a whole incredible guitar solo, but he was never really favored by the camera back then. TV producer Joel Gallen, who produced that event back in the day, has recut the footage after 17 years. He added, I got rid of all the dissolves and made them all cuts. I added lots more close-ups of Prince during his solo. I think it's better now. Let me know what you think. Joel. So go let him know what you think. And from one Beatle to another, Ringo Starr has now let us know what his very favorite Beatles song is. In a questionnaire on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, 
which kind of rhymes. It's a bit of a forced one. He says the very favorite Beatles song for Ringo Starr is Come Together, and he answered without hesitation. There you have it. Unfortunately, we end with a little bit of sad news. The former Judas Priest drummer John Hinch has passed away. Frontman Rob Halford has said that he is uh, his style was strong, direct, and unique, and he absolutely had a huge influence. Uh, no word on exactly what the cause of death was. Tuesday. Talking about all kinds of different uh, things, discoveries, like this billion-year-old fossil, something that's never been described before in the scientific record, they say. Uh, and, I mean, it, it's not much to look at. kind of looks like a rotten ravioli, actually. Uh, it's got like kind of a pouch in the center and then kind of weird sausage-looking cell structures on the outside. The thing that makes it interesting is that it's, uh, well, first of all, a member of like a group of organisms uh, that contain all animals and single-celled relatives, but not fungus and not plants. Uh, but it has properties that very few other things have, particularly from the time frame that they found it from. You know, just a billion years old. It's uh, changing just the record of timeline of, of evolution and everything just a little bit. Pretty interesting. What they named it, uh, type of the microscopists, geologists, palynologists, paleobiologists, they call it Bicellum brasieri which is the Latin for genus and species. It's also the spell that Harry Potter casts to help him unclasp those bras at Hogwarts. Mischief managed. Wild story out of Pennsylvania. A man who is just trying to work on a job of some sorts out in a, out in a park, uh, like, a, like, a, like a national park or, or a state park, uh, and he was in a porta potty as you do. Tree falls over. Now, this could have been hor horrible. This could have been horrendous in a different way because, I mean, if that thing had struck the porta potty he might not be around to tell the tale. However, it didn't strike it. It hit in front of it, blocking the door, effectively locking him inside for hours. They needed to get chainsaws to cut the tree, to cut him out and everything. So it's time for another edition of the Punch lineup. Yep, you, we gotta get into it. There's the bell. So the setup. A Pennsylvania man was trapped by a fallen tree while inside a porta potty I think I found the root of his problem. Okay, all right, good start. Pennsylvania man trapped by a fallen tree while inside a porta potty left alone with his porta thotties and the poop tank. Smells, smells bad. Uh, Pennsylvania man was trapped by a fallen tree while inside a porta potty. Not the usual sense of relief when the second log falls. Know what I mean? We all understand. Let's not, let's not lie to ourselves. Pennsylvania man was trapped by a fallen tree while inside a porta potty. I know guys like to spend eons on the john, but the dream has become a nightmare in this situation. And finally, a Pennsylvania man was trapped by a fallen tree while inside a porta potty. Talk about being in the right place at the right time. Because that tree, I guarantee you, literally 100% scared the crap out of him. And that's the punch lineup. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl, and Brian Johnson of ACDC, they seem to have been seeing a lot of each other lately. I mean, there's the documentary uh, that is in you know a few parts, but kind of focusing in on the stories of the, the, the reasons that the artists we love, the legendary artists, first got into those shabby vans back in the day to drive around and make those shows happen and make the music happen. Live the dream a little bit. Uh, and it's called What Drives Us. There's absolutely great conversations between uh, Dave Grohl and uh, ACDC members. But uh, this past weekend, they actually performed sort of together. They're both on the bill, at least, for Vax Live, and they've uh, been seen in some really great photos of sound checks and, and setting things up. Just all smiles. Uh, Foo Fighters playing a six-song uh, six set 
and uh, a tiny crowd by most standards for these couple of bands, 27,000 fans, but all in the name of raising funds and awareness about Global Citizens Vax Live uh, initiative. As well, you've got some classic music re-released, not just the music, up on YouTube, there's a uh, channel that has just updated the entire Ed Sullivan show. All of the recordings, all of the taped shows now available to watch at your leisure. It's going to take you a while, but focusing in, that includes all of the musical performances from the Ed Sullivan show. Now available to stream for free in great condition. Take some time. Check it out. Wednesday. The Sultans of Social Media are trying some sneaky things once again. I mean, when are they not? But still, Facebook and Instagram. I mean, first of all, same company. They're now threatening to charge for access with the new Apple update. So Apple iOS for uh, 14 point whatever um, has just shown up. And uh, now there's a little thing that'll pop up because there's new permissions in there. App per app, you have to let them... Uh, you know, have access to data or not. It's a choice now. And there's a little pop-up that's been showing up. People have been seeing. It says, show you ads that are more personalized is why you should turn on tracking. Sure, trust me. They'll still keep doing that no matter what. They will find any way possible to show you ads that are more personalized. Um, it also says, hey, you'll be helping support businesses that rely on ads to reach their customers. Uh, I mean, some, yes. Uh, certainly not most of the ones that we actually share the city with, for instance, but uh, they can still advertise to everyone. And if I'm interested in the thing, I'll tap on it. That's how that's how advertising kind of works. And they also say, hey, help keep Facebook and Instagram free of charge. Let's be clear. These services are not free. You already pay for your login with your personal information sold behind the scenes to whoever. And you do get charged if you want to unthrottle your reach and post anything to a larger group of people with broken ad campaigns that have you dealing with a machine instead of a human who might actually be able to help you. It's already anything but free. So maybe stay in your lane, Zuckerberg. The red hot chili peppers set to become $140 million richer. Ha! Uh, they are preparing to sell their entire song catalog to a company called hypnosis songs. It's unclear if the future releases will be included. I know they have an album that is, uh, is, is expected in the somewhat near future, or if it's just the collection as is, but either the way they are now ready to give it away, give it away, give it away now for lots of money. The enigma that is the Spice Girls have yet another headline. The on-again, off-again girl group is set to re-re-re-reunite, but not for a concert or tour this time. No, they hope to appear in front of the camera once again for an official sequel to their 1997 film, Spice World. They're looking at the 25th anniversary of the group next year, and several different occasions uh, are, are possible, but if they do put a script together, I'm sure it'll be Montage the Movie Part 2 once again. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. New study finds that the size of your nose has a correlation to the size of your penis, to use the perfectly clinical term. Um, yeah, yeah. Who's paying for these studies, first of all? And second of all, I can't even get into the details of how they acquired their D-related data. <clears throat> because I want to keep my job. But... You can kind of picture uh, some of the ways in which they would have to measure certain things in certain ways. And for a lot of it, they actually used cadavers, which just colors the entire study in a really weird way. I'm not going to lie. But they're saying that this is the first study ever that's made the link, that's shown evidence to support 
that there is a correlation between the sizes of these two very uh, different body parts. Of course, a body part that women do have, but men have as well. And then the other body part, not so much. A little bit more of a gray area. This is bizarre. Um, yeah, apparently no size connected to the size of something else on your body. Is that... Is that a nose in your pocket? Was Pinocchio right? I mean, I've just got so many things running through my head. Not the least of which, the fact that the researchers actually use the term showers versus growers in their research. Something I expect from all scientific studies going forward. New restrictions for Alberta in place as of today. Some actually starting on Sunday. Here's the basic uh, details. You can get the full article at cruiseradio.com. Starting today, retail services can only be at 10%. Places of worship can only have 15 people attend in person as opposed to 15%. Outdoor gatherings now limited to five. Only 10 people can attend a funeral. Starting on Sunday, Mother's Day, restaurants must stop in-person dining, including patio service. Uh, salons, barbershops, tattoo parlors will close for three weeks as of that date. There's a bunch of other information as well. Take a look. Take a look. Absolutely. And listen up for any clarifications or anything that comes out of today's press conference. But one thing I keep noticing consistently is that every time we get a new restriction or a new address or anything like that, it seems like there's a new portion of the population that is to blame for the spread, even though Alberta's not really doing contact tracing right now. So we don't know where the spread is coming from exactly. I mean, not that we're completely in the dark, but you know what I mean. So I just kind of want the government to stop scapegoating certain groups of the population. So there was vaccine hesitancy when the average age of, uh, you know, average aged member of the population here wasn't even eligible yet at the time. Thankfully, that has changed. And then it was indigenous people uh, when our first nations have the communities. They've taken an even harder stance than the province to protect their members. They've had checkpoints and, and, and more. And now the latest is young people. Oh, young people are what's spreading it. Young people aren't paying attention to the rules. Despite a year of schools are fine, teachers are fine, don't worry about it. How about this? The group of people in our population who are ducking protocols and extending this pandemic within our province are the people who are ducking protocols and extending the pandemic within our province, period. And as well, the government that has proven to be two steps behind and too stubborn to accept help when it's offered at every step of the way. Thursday. Hey, um... Don't eat rotten meat to get high. Just thought I'd put that out there. Now, I have got to preface this. I don't think that there's a great many people who are doing this. It's another Tide Pod situation. You might catch a video or two online and it makes a few people freak out on the internet going, the children or the people, they're doing this. They're not. I mean, they is the majority. A few people might be. So let's get into it a little bit. Apparently, apparently some people are intentionally... I guess intestinally, too. Uh, they're trying to eat meat that has gone bad in certain situations because of the bacterial colonies that come along with it. Now, I can't even... <coughs> I'm already feeling like the sickness well up in the back of my, my throat. I can't even handle the idea of the smell of rotten meat, let alone trying to get past, like, the slimy texture. You know when you thaw something out of the freezer, just a little bit too long, and you go... Uh, uh, uh. It's way worse when the meat's actually rotten. So people are actually trying to eat that and get a little high off of it. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of how al alcohol works. I mean, alcohol comes from fermenting, rotting certain things. Yeah, so I get it. There's a bit of a precedent. I understand. However, this is not it and is it absolutely going to be way worse on the come down than any possible benefit, any mind expansion that might possibly be associated with it. So not that I expect you're going to be jumping into it, but for those who are like, hey, maybe it'll just taste like cheese. Don't do it. 
It's going to taste like a trip to the ER, and they can't handle it right now. A Mother's Day theme, Willow Smith, daughter to, of course, Will Smith, as well as Jada Pinkett Smith. I've learned because of this special present that she put together that Jada Pinkett Smith was actually in a metal band back in the day, and that day was just after, uh, you know, well, just in the 2002 range. So, uh, Wicked Wisdom, the name of the album, uh, the name of the band, they had two albums, and Jada Pinkett Smith uh, had her daughter, Willow, reunite the band for a surprise and even for a little bit of a performance. Here's a little bit of what that sounded like. What a cool family, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Plus also, you got some news from Eddie Vedder. He's going to be performing at a Hot Stove Cool Music virtual concert, along with a bunch of other people, including Yo-Yo Ma, Juliana Hatfield, and uh, even some other special uh, baseball players and sports fans and celebrities are going to be showing up for it. It actually takes place virtually May 18th, and a big old fundraising concert, of course, because everything's a fundraiser now, and with... Very good reason. This is too good. I mean, okay, not quite as good as the guy who was stuck as a cat who was there for, like, a legal hearing uh, a few months ago. Oh, that brought so much joy. I'm not a cat. I swear I'm ready to go. This time, an Ohio senator was driving while in a meeting with his colleagues. Yeah, driving while in a Zoom call or, or other video conference of some kind. Andrew Brenner is his name, and he's well, he's been uh, doing some damage control. Um, he's saying that, oh, I, uh, I was just listening to the meeting. I was paying attention while I was driving. I had two meetings back-to-back, separate locations. I've been on other calls, numerous calls while driving. Phone calls for the most part, but on video calls, I'm not paying attention to the video. To me, it's like a phone call, he says. Well, it's actually not, because if a screen is visible, other than, like, your navigation, which also has some huge regulations on it for making driving safe, you're not allowed to do it. But the kicker is that at that meeting, his colleagues were introducing a new distracted driving bill. And he's trying to say, oh, no, I was parked most of the time. Even though he had a fake background, you could still see the stuff going by the window every time he moved his head. What not to do? Friday. Mark Wahlberg in the news right now. He's a chunky monkey right now. And not even, not even. He's just, you know, you've seen the underwear photos from back in the day. So compared to that, maybe a little bit more, uh, a little bit more weight to move around. Uh, but he has been adding 7,000 calories a day uh, in his diet because he's working uh, on a new role, not working out for a new role, working on himself for a new role, slightly different. Uh, and uh, what is what is the name of it? He is uh, Father Stew. There we go. So I don't know exactly when it's coming out. All I know is that he posted the photo on Instagram and the internet has grabbed hold of it. Apparently he is looking to gain 30 pounds for an upcoming role. Is that is that like another... 30 pounds? Like, I mean, on top of the 30 pounds that we've all gained in captivity, right? Right? No, I don't think I'm right. What's in a name? In this case, not a single vowel. Uh, This is a uh, story getting a lot of attention online because of its unusual spelling, I guess. Um, There is a baby now born, uh, born in uh, the Philippines, who has got a name, a first name that has three parts. I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I'm just going to spell it. G-L-H-Y-N-N-Y-L, first part. H-Y-L-H-Y-R, second part. And Y-Z-Z-Y-G-H-Y-L. It sounds like a weird designation or something like that, but there's a good reason for it. 
apparently the the names uh, that he is from, like the the heritage, the the ancestry, you know what I mean, his family. These are the consonants from those names put together. It means a lot to the family, and uh, you know it's like Geraldine mother, uh, Leron father, Jorlin grandmother, and Haler father. All mixed together into these different names. It's very, very uh, kind of cool, kind of unique. And they're going to nickname the baby Consonant so that people know actually what to say to get their attention. Uh, but, you know, there's some people that are already raising concerns. Oh, what about the kid and their developmental stages? Won't the other kids make fun of them? I'm here to tell you, they're going to make fun of him anyways, because that's just what kids do. Hopefully not too much, but I don't know if it's exactly going to be because of the name. He might just be the coolest thing ever with a name like that. I'm just saying. I am just saying. Now, I'm not just saying, because once again, I can't pronounce the name. I'm not exactly sure how, and I don't want to be insensitive, but it does kind of remind me of a name that Kang and Kodos would give to one of their young. To pronounce it correctly, I would have to pull out your tongue. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. This is very cool for Genesis fans. They have extended their North American tour. Uh, That's going to be starting off this fall. Crazy. I mean, first of all, Phil Collins wasn't even supposed to be, you know, uh, being on a tour whatsoever. And while it's not going to be the usual situation because he has had some uh, physical issues from being Mr. Drummer Singer all those years. Uh, so there's going to be some help as far as the percussion department goes. But still, Genesis touring and adding some dates on there, of course. None too close to here. All in the UK or in, uh, in the, uh, the US, I see like a couple of dates in Canada, but if you only see like one or two, can you really even call it a North American date? Montreal and Toronto is pretty much it. Come on out west, boys. That's all I'm saying. Meanwhile, Chris Cornell's family has actually made a settlement. They've reached a settlement in the lawsuit with the doctor uh, that uh, the family is insisting, or at least had insisted, overprescribed medication that directly led to the death of uh, the late Soundgarden singer in 2017. May, actually, so uh, pretty much four years ago, exactly. Uh, So settlement actually reached between the plaintiffs uh, and the uh, defendants, and I have no idea what the details of that are, but hopefully it does bring some rest for the family. There are a bunch of tracks that have been collected together, uh, a variety, uh, all with a Canadian theme to them, and it's all been provided by Stats Canada, the people looking for you to fill out your census. This is weird. I mean, it's weird, but welcome, I guess. Uh, They say, get comfortable, press play, and let's experience Canada's musical talent together. That's right. You can go to the StatsCan website and check out the national census information. They've got 11 playlists for you. Pick your flavor. Spark and Soul, Studio Sessions, Friday Night Kitchen Party, Front Row Freedom, Take the Long Way Home, True North Rap, Golden Age, Francophone Pride, a Contemporary Francophone, Voices of the North, Spotlight, Contemporary Indigenous. All available on Spotify as well as YouTube. This is weird, but welcome. I like it. Um, I can only imagine what the music would sound like if the CRA did the same for filing your taxes. Especially if you're late. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5 30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.